0: Welcome to Kanza Radio, a weekly update on the people, events, activities, and initiatives of the Kansa Nation, People of the South Wind, on 1230 WBBZ and 1047 The Bull. Now from the Kansa Nation studios, this week's edition of Kanza Radio. Sitting down with us, we have yet again the Director of Human Resources, the fearless leader over there, Joe Thompson. He's... Been on the show several times. We like to touch back with him periodically. See what jobs are available out there. Get some updates on his department, and sometimes we we cover some other areas having to do with Caw um, Nation. How are you doing today, Joe?
1: Doing great today. Excited to be here, Lonnie.
0: We just got done with uh, another Caw Nation Powwow, the 47th annual, this last weekend. I know you were out there. I think. Friday through Sunday, correct?
1: Yes, sir. We were actually I was there the week before because they have the Carnation have their ceremonial dance before their men's dance. So we moved out there the Thursday before Pow Wow Week. So back in July, the last weekend in July we were there. So I've been in CO City for about fifteen days in a row. So you got that early
0: spot before everybody. Yes,
1: we my wife cooks for the men's dance, so her and my daughter. So they prepare all the uh, the food for the men's dance, and then we camp during the powwow. This is our 16th year to camp. So we've camped in the same spot for 16 years, and there's other people that have been out there for decades, for all 47. You know, they have their, wow. their sites where they camp, and we pull the camper out, and we had a big tent, and we try to feed as many people as we can, and it's pretty exciting. Every year there's always that one night of rain. This year we were blessed with two nights of storms. You know where there was if you're needing a canopy cover for a little one well, of them little pup tents, there are several in the trash because there were several little tents destroyed. Oh wow! With, with the straight winds on Friday night and Saturday night, both. So, but they were all there. I think they had ten vendors selling a variety of foods and crafts and
0: lots of food trucks. Yes, lots of crafts setups there. Now you mentioned the men's dance. That's the week before, correct? It's a ceremonial basically giving the drum
1: yes they have the drum and they and there's a young man this was the first year that he had it his name was alex and he received the the honor from uh cory spotted bear that was his last year last year so this was alex's first time they continued on their tradition and they had several dancers and it was brutal hot that week mm-hmm. you know we were blessed with the carnage powwow only one day of hot weather and the rest it was very mild compared to August temperatures normally. It was a beautiful setting for the, the powwows. And, uh, but the men's dance was brutal. It was hot, no wind, and those gentlemen danced for three days in a row in the afternoon and evening, and it was tough. I, it's I commend, almost
0: a war of attrition out there.
1: Yeah, I commend them, and that's what it is. It's a ceremonial, and it's a sacrifice, and, and it, it's tough. And they were up there every day dancing underneath the arbor. And it was just brutal hot. And my wife and all her cooks did a good job cooking meals. And there was a giveaway at the end. And it's a pretty neat deal. It's not as elaborate as a powwow. They don't have fancy dancers, they don't have contests. It's just about kind of communing with the heritage. You know, they dance and. Yes, the ceremony. And the different tribes come in, and they sit in their different areas. You know, the they sit the Osage is on one side, and the Ponca's on one side, and the Oto's in the area.
0: It's a beautiful thing. It's basically a coming together as part of the, mm. the ceremony. I was out there at the beginning of it. They don't want you taking too many pictures or recording once the actual ceremony has started, but leading up, there's actually a walk with the drum up to the arbor. I was fortunate enough to be out there with my camera, get some really great pictures that... Will be featured on the website the newsletter coming up and once everything started i, I had to gracefully stop recording and taking pictures but it was it was definitely a beautiful thing very interesting and yes your wife did an incredible job of cooking for the event it it was actually bigger than i thought it was going to be that was my first time being out there for that and
1: and both of the powwow had tremendous turnout on friday night i mean and it was it was hot you know, muggy and they had a lot of dancers. And of course they all have to do the grand entry to be eligible to participate in the contest. So, Mm -hmm. so there was a lot of dancers Friday and Saturday night and Sunday was a cool evening. And a lot of dancers and a lot of world champions were there.
0: Yes. I was there Sunday. The weather was incredible and The MC did talk about how there was several different world champions there, and it showed some of the dancing was just amazing. I was also very surprised. You see them out there in the regalia. They're doing these incredibly athletic dances over the course of these full songs. Looks like it demands so much endurance and energy. And then, Some of these guys, they would they would come out of the arena and you get a closer look at them. One of the guys, I think, was I was talking to him. He was actually in his sixties and he looked like one of the young guys out there. It was really amazing.
1: It's just like anything else; they train and prepare. And I know a lot of the fancy dancers that showed up. They're kind of getting in gear and training for the Punk Tribal Powwow, where they crown the world champion fancy dancer. So they had we had a lot of fancy dancers from all over. You know, not just local. There were some from up north and all over coming to kind of get ready and kind of see get in shape for the world championship yeah. at the end of this month so so it was a great turnout outside of the weather you know the two nights of storms for all the campers up there but it was a great turnout for the powwow this year
0: sunday night we had a brief influx of almost a a biblical level of of bugs it looked like clouds under the lights yes. out there for a while but you know they they left as quick as they came and we were back to normal before you knew it but yeah that got interesting for a sec i've never seen anything like that before yeah it looked like
1: haze because I, I was visiting with somebody i was sitting in my camp and i said is that fog or they said no that's bugs i mean it was so oh. thick you couldn't see an individual bug it was just a group of mm-hmm. of haze and it was all around the arena you know with all the lights and yeah. all that and i want to come in scott Raney. You know, he did a great job. He's been here 30-something years, and he kept them going with the microphones and the lights and the power outages and all the campers tripping breakers. He was – I bet he walked 100 miles this weekend, you know, and and without him and people like that that are dedicated to the Connation, you know, it wouldn't go on. And I commend the powwow committee for their efforts that they put in because it's not an easy easy task. And the new princess, Maya Parker, I commend her, and congratulations. My daughter was a princess, and I know what's all entailed to that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and the outgoing princess, congratulations, Sandra LeClaire. You know, but the new princess, she will be representing the Ka Nation at a variety of parades and other powwows and events, not just locally. They'll travel all over and to represent the Ka, yes. Ka Nation. And plus, she'll be up at uh, Council Grove powwow with Shunga Day's, around Father's Day next year and then they have a couple other events I know that are planned at at Council Grove that they'll you're not required to go but you're expected to go you know because you are the representative of the call nation and so uh, along with that crown and sash comes a lot of responsibility so yes so God bless them and more power to them and
0: it's a great learning experience I know that it helps these young ladies get a lot more comfortable with public appearances public speaking They do a lot of work with the indigenous language. I know a lot of the times when they introduce themselves at these different powwows, these different events, the first couple sentences are in the native language. Mm -hmm. So it's just an incredible learning experience. I know that Levina Clark and a few others have really done a good job with forming the Princess Sorority recently. And that's kind of designed to unite previous princesses as well as potential future princesses in a way that educates everybody honors everybody i believe they're actually they're doing a an honor dance where it's basically the the transferring of the princess title to the new person and it's kind of a ceremonial event and like you said hats off to not only Scott but the cultural committee coordinating everything. There are so many moving parts. There's so much to keep track of. Sunday, I saw them managing everything that had to do with the different categories of the contests, getting the judges organized, getting the votes organized. That is not an easy task, and I was really happy to see that everything went so smoothly. I was able to get some great pictures of the contest winners. That'll be in our upcoming newsletter, which will also be on the website. How about your world? Well, you mentioned the
1: website. That's one of the big additions that we have is uh, our new website, carnation.gov. And along on our website, not only do we keep the jobs for that are job openings for the carnation, but we've added the new where you can apply online, actually. We've kind of moved into the 21st century. Uh, You can still download an application if you're not comfortable with the Internet or what have you. But you can also now fill out the application online. And it comes directly to HR, And we review the applications, and we go from there. But it's been – we've had such a great influx, and it's hard to judge with the COVID period we went through, you know, of people, applications applying and stuff like that. But for so long, I know a lot of employers, not just us, were getting limited applications. And over the last couple months, our applications have went up tremendously. You know, we were getting, you know, one or two a week. We were there for a while. We were getting 20. Right. You know, and – Yeah,
0: huge spike in – In application submissions, I think that definitely has a lot to do with the ability now to apply online because timing wise, once we launched the online applications is when we really started seeing the influx. But like you said, we're also on the tail end of a lot of the lockdowns pandemic where everywhere was struggling to get new employees. It was it was like pulling teeth to get applications for jobs. I think that's just kind of changing as a whole. And we're seeing this big this big crossover. That being said, we are hiring a lot of people. We're getting a ton of applications. We do have a number of positions available with CarNation currently. And
1: we've had some turnover, but
0: in reality,
1: since I've been here in uh, 2020, that's when I started, I believe, we had right around 131, 132 employees, and this payroll we will have paid, we will have 156.
0: Wow, so you've seen tremendous growth within the department just since you've been here. Yes,
1: since I've been here. We've added 20 new people, you know, and we, we have some retiring. We had one that retired recently and that kind of thing, and we're looking to fill those. I think when we get completely full, we should be around 165. Wow. You know, and it's hard to remain completely full. That's like police officer. I don't know if we have it posted yet. Yeah, we have it posted. We were full of police officers for a total of one week. Mm -hmm. You know, and then this one of our officers got a job with his family, you know, and offered a job that you can't turn down. We have a majority of our officers are retired police officers from another department that come here and uh, and and work for us. And, And it's a good job. We provide good benefits. Our benefits include I just figured it up. Our benefit compensation is you accumulate life insurance, health insurance, and it's a total of $5.20-something cents an hour. And that's for all employees, right, all
0: full-time employees, not just police officers?
1: Every full-time employee gets that. We pay 100% of their health insurance and a $10,000 life insurance policy at no cost to the employee.
0: So you can essentially add that dollar amount on to your current income, and that's, I mean, with the benefits, that's right. basically what you're making.
1: And with our leave package, I mean, before we offer you an hourly wage, our basic compensation package is around eight fifty an hour. Wow. You know, to include your annual leave, your sick leave, and your insurance. So... If we offer you $10 an hour, that's a total compensation of $19 an hour that we're paying. Cognations
0: is an incredible place to work. I can I can personally attest to that.
1: And uh we we have aetna for major medical, Pacific Life and Hartford Life for our life insurance policies. We started our 401k. We, it's in the infancy itself. We're getting ready to get the match for that. We're going to do a 1% match this year. We're just trying to get it off the ground and get it started and get all the moving pieces going. And so we got all the audits and all the paperwork. And it's, it's not just as easy as starting a 401k. For, yeah. Because we're combined with a casino as well. So we're talking like 400 employees. And there's a lot of turnover and audits and paperwork that has to be done. And we're finally getting all that streamlined and accomplished. So we're getting ready probably in the next month or so to do our first match, you know, which will be good. And then next year, you know, it, it should be a lot easier because we've we have it under our belt right now. So that's another thing we offer is a 401k. And in our job list, you know, you're looking at a police officer. We're requiring you to be BIA or CLEAT certified uh, just because we need you to step in and take off right now. We're also needing a shelter advocate. That's somebody to work at our domestic violence shelter. And this will be overnights and some weekends and then a fill-in during the week. So it is a full-time position, but it's not guaranteed that you're going to work every Tuesday. You know, you may work a Tuesday and Wednesday. You may have to come in and transport a client to the doctor or to a job interview. A flexible schedule is very
0: helpful for that. Yes.
1: Guarantee them 32 hours a week, but there may be weeks they work 40. There may be weeks they work 32. But they're going to get a full-time, and it's not going to be – a majority of their weeks are going to be on the weekend. They're going to work two 12-hour shifts on the weekend, so that's 24 hours, and then they're going to work, you know, maybe a Monday afternoon or a Monday morning or a Wednesday night or whenever, whatever works. For the shelter staff.
0: That's a really important position regarding the community. You're doing a lot for the community. You're helping people that really need help. You're helping victims. Right. And it's fighting the good fight. It's very fulfilling in ways that, I mean, just above and beyond the compensation and benefits. You're you're really helping people out. And I know a lot of people like to get that type of fulfillment when they're looking at careers. We also have a director for the land management
1: Yes, we're going to start interviews on that next week or the end of this week, I think. We're looking for a land management director, in that position will kind of oversee all the Carnation lands to make sure they're not being overgrazed, make sure the fences are up, mowing. We're going to cut hay. All that good stuff, prepping the hay fields, you know, making sure they're clean, spraying them, trimming trees and all that. And then we have a couple of people in the land management department. And this person will oversee all those activities and strategize with the chair and the tribal council to basically how they're going to develop our land and and make it a profitable situation for the Nation. hopefully a revenue-generating stream for the Nation, whether it's they decide to raise beef, which there's nobody says they're going to do that, or just keep it in hay or they're going to rent it to somebody or something they're going to strategize, a, a plan for that. And that land management director will will be a key component in that in, in helping develop, development all the carnation land and pasture land, not just our buildings like, you know, the Union Street property or the powwow grounds or the shooting range or Chilocco, but we have other parcels of land scattered out. And what they're doing is they're trying to prepare that like last year was a hay shortage. So this year they got all of our land mowed and sprayed and ready to cut hay. So it'll be a profitable income stream for the tribe this year.
0: Not only overseeing and managing the land, but trying to do it in a way that can potentially take advantage of our land and use it as more of an asset. I know that land management department also offer some things that directly help our tribal citizens. I know that we hold a firewood program in the in the colder seasons where you can come and get some firewood that's basically come from some of these lands that we've cleared out where we have excess wood that we we would love to forward on to the people that need it.
1: Right? All those trees that they cut down, they cut them and split them and stack them and then I know you sign up and it's elders first as long as most of our programs are it's elders and if you need firewood to help keep you warm in the winter, you know, you sign up and they come load your truck or trailer or your car or however you want to haul it off and they, they have firewood and I know they have still have several ricks out of the power ground and they have several trees cut and as soon as grass cut and slows down they'll start splitting wood and stacking wood and getting ready for this upcoming firewood burning season. Yes. And they work hard on that. They've cleared a whole timber you know, they got a whole bunch of trees pushed down over here across from the main tribal complex that they've started splitting and cutting. Mm-hmm. So if they're interested in that, you contact the, the main number with the tribe and they'll put you in contact. If you have any natives in our service area that elders that need anything, you know, if their grass is too tall or whatever, the elder care program works with them to make sure their house is clean and safe and they have a safe environment whether it's putting down the sticky ducks in her bathtub so they don't slip or the handles or, you know, a door that will open without knocking them down. or
0: Yeah, our, uh, our fall prevention program fall prevention. overseen by Levina Clark. She's our injury prevention coordinator. She has recently launched a whole program where she's doing fall prevention work inside the homes of native elders. Mm-hmm. She goes in, does a full assessment, sees what you need, and she provides anything that can just basically help make the home safer. Something that's been really great about the work that she's doing with our elders is she's kind of going, speaking with them, talking to them one-on-one, and she's uncovering additional needs, additional ways that Caw Nation can help them, whether or not it's from the fall prevention program or a different program that Levina knows about, she has ended up connecting a lot of our elders with various departments throughout the Car Nation that stand to further benefit and help these elders. So she's just doing some incredible work out there.
1: It's amazing, and she also has the child care seats. So if you're out there and you need a, you're concerned, I didn't know a child infant seat had an expiration date, mm-hmm. but they do, you know, and yours is out of date or you need a new one or there, there's it's fraying. And you're native and live in an area, contact
0: Levina Clark and she will make sure that your child is safe. Yeah, she does a full inspection. She'll look at any car seats you currently have, see if those pass the inspection or, like Joe said, if they are expired or if there's something that's not up to spec or if there's any type of recall. She's able to provide a solution. In a lot of cases, that solution is a brand new child seat for your car. Reach out to her. Her page is actually on the website. So is the Family Trauma Healing Center. If you'd like to look further into any of these departments we're talking about, just go to conation.gov. You'll see the navigation options in the top of the homepage with some drop-downs. You'll be able to find the respective place that you're looking for. You were talking earlier about... The director position for land management. We also have another director position available for emergency management. Is that correct? Yes, we're
1: looking for an emergency manager right now. We're also getting ready to start interviews on that. Uh, we need somebody that will work closely with our police department and and area emergency management to prepare and work on a the FEMA. You know, keep us in touch and in line with FEMA and make sure especially storm season you know make sure that storm cellars are up to code and ready to go make sure that there's prevention activities done working with our our youth and our and stuff like that on tornado drills and safety first and safe houses and Exit plans on buildings? Exit plans and all that good stuff. And working with the chair right now, they're developing our FEMA plan, you know, to prepare for that. And hopefully they'll, we can get some funding for that. We have generators, you know, if there's an outage somewhere, the emergency management is uh, ready to roll and, and give a tribal elder a generator so they can stay cool or keep those machines, breathing machines or whatever, up and going. It's an exciting position, it's, and it's a it's a good position. It's not necessarily a first responder position, but it is you know, they check the roads during the wintertime, you know, to make sure they're safe. They work with a the chair. The, the roads are icy. They're out watching the weather, monitoring the weather. We're also needing uh, a maintenance guy, just kind of an entry-level maintenance position, somebody to work along with Scott Rennie to learn the trades that Scott knows, you know, and you're cutting grass and working in buildings, and you'll learn to paint. It's a great position. It requires you to have a driver's license because you will be operating one of our motor vehicles, and your background has to be Pretty clean because you're going in and out of the daycare and the shelter and stuff like that. So there is some requirements as far as the background goes. We're also looking for a janitor up at the clinic, and it's a neat position. It's a 7 to 3, 8 to 4. We'll kind of work with you on that schedule. But it's somebody that needs to be flexible in your cleaning because you may have to go clean up an exam room. You may have to, you know, it's not a routine every day. There's something else going on. So you have to be flexible and willing to, to multitask you know, you might be mopping and sweeping over here, and they need something over here, and you have to be able to do that. So it, it, it's a good position. It pays decent. That position is in Newkirk. We have jobs that are available in Newkirk, Ponca City, Caw City. You know, go to our website, look down the list, There's something from everybody, from director positions to entry-level positions. We're also needing a dentist. You know, our wages are, we're right on par with most places for wages. But one of the things we do offer, and a lot of those dental hygienists and dentists, they have student loans. You know, and there's a government program that if you're working through an IHS agency or through ours, I fill out the paperwork, and it works on forbearance and paying back your student loans. Oh, wow. So, and i think it's you it requires you to make so many payments and then it basically forgives a portion if all, if not all of your student loans i don't know how it works i just know that we have several medical professionals and and people like that up there to, at our clinic in newkirk that utilize that program so we're looking for a dentist if anybody knows a dentist that's wanting you know to have a monday through friday practice 8 to 4 9 to 5 kind of gig You know, it's a closed client base. It's not like you're going to have 100 people a day or emergencies. It's, you know, we only have so many patients at our clinic at one time, you know, and so you're only going to see
0: so many a day. You're not going to get overworked. You know, it's it's a good place to work. That actually sounds incredible. I know your traditional dentist setup, most dentists are dealing with school loans. That's a huge part of the industry. And a lot of dentists have their own private practice. Along with that comes the need to find patients to market to advertise to run a business a position here is a lot different and a lot less work in that regard meaning you're not you're not having to run a practice you're not having to advertise like he said it's a it's a closed client base it's tribal citizens and you're kind of just allocated a schedule that is manageable, and it's all done in a way that can help you tackle those those school loans where that would probably also be more of a challenge if you were to just dive straight into a private practice. It helps you tackle some debt. It also kind of saves you from a lot of the stresses of marketing, advertising, running a business, having employees, that whole thing.
1: Right. And in, in state of the art facility, it's a relatively new portion to our clinic. They have a couple of dental assistants, you know, and like I said, we're down a dental hygienist right now. So if anybody's out there they're interested in it, even if you can only work part time as a hygienist, contact us and we could work something out. We've we've done that in the past as well, where if you can work two days a week or what have you, anything to benefit our patients so we don't have to refer them out to another another facility and that's very helpful to the people.
0: Yeah, and if you're a dentist out there and you're looking for a job and you're considering this position, chances are you know a hygienist. You might even know a hygienist that would be willing to explore that position. So, you know, it's a kind of a win-win. You might be able to bring in your, your teammate with you into this situation. Same thing with a hygienist. If you're out there looking for a position, you might know dentists that you've worked with in the past that might be interested in something like this. So,
1: And some hygienists that just graduated, I know I've heard of a couple – you know, that I've called and visited with them. And we're we're on the list at Wichita State and some of these other places that train dental hygienists. This is a good entry level, you know, or retirement kind of thing. You're kind of the end of your career. You're wanting a set amount. The hustle is not there of your own private practice. You know, you show up every day. You're an employee. You know, you're not responsible for paying taxes or You know scheduling their appointments or making sure that you're completely staffed we do all that you just show up do your job and if there's procedure that you can't perform or that we don't have the equipment for then we're able to refer that out to somewhere that does i mean it's a it's a good gig and we're we're looking for a dentist and uh and a hygienist that's one of the two big big things we're looking for and the police officer and of course, our emergency management land director. We're also needing daycare teachers. That's another thing of an ever-changing world. Uh, we have some new management at our daycare, and we're breaking the classes down different and stuff like that. So we're we're looking to hire a couple more people at the daycare. I knew, do know that it's school-aged. So if you're interested in the school-aged, older than four, I guess. Okay. You know where they would go to school during the day or part of the day, and then come back. Beautiful. Okay. You know what I'm saying? The after, you know, the second grader, Mm -hmm. you know, the preschooler that goes to Head Start and gets out at 3 o'clock. You know, a learning lab, they do a lot of homework. Tutoring. Tutoring and stuff like that. So it's an exciting position. So we do have a school-age position that is available. Also, we already talked about the hygienist. Uh, We're also needing an LPN or medical assistant. We've been looking for that position for a while There's a great demand for LPNs or medical assistants, and, uh, again, it's working in our clinic. It'll be a 9 to 4 or 9 to 5 or 8 to 4 position. You'll be assigned to a provider, one of our doctors or our PA, and you're working with our patient base, helping people. You'll get to build that camaraderie with our doctor, and, you know, any of those positions can be filled out directly on our website. Go to our website, hit openings click on that job opening and it'll ask you to fill out an application you can fill it out you can upload your resume i believe and all that Absolutely, good stuff yeah. so it's all there you know and i'd like to commend Lonnie for all of his hard work cuz i'm always changing him hey Lonnie i need this added can you take that off and he does a great job of getting it to where it's a legible document now and when and it's a very functional document and everybody's able to use it so you're to be commended for that Lonnie that bringing us into the 21st
0: well, Joe, it's been great talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to kind of update us on HR. It was great talking to you about these recent powwow events as well. I look forward to sitting down with you again soon and, and getting another update.
1: Thank you, Lonnie. Have a great day. You've been listening to Kanza
0: Radio, a weekly update on the people, events, activities, and services of the Khan Nation. For more information, visit our website at KhanNation.com or Khan Nation on Facebook. Listen again next week at this same time for another edition of Kanza Radio.